I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Alice, you look like a fine-looking broad tonight, ma'am. Thank you, sweetie. That's you look nice really of you. nice tonight. And I don't know. I, I, but, I mean, let the record show. One, I'm tired. Two, I don't have glasses, so oh. you look extra hot. <laughs> but I think you might be extra hot tonight. I don't know that that's true. Um. So, so here's my thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't even know. Did we even play this audio? Uh, I don't even know if we did. It, does it? I don't. the 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 days are are too bumbled. blurred together. Yeah. So this is just a sneak peek of a interview we did with Scott Brown, um, and uh, you guys, people on Patreon, will probably get that Saturday, and everybody else will get it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but anyway, it's a it's a good place to start because this is a um just a good look into into Joe Biden and how people react to his BS. When you got sworn in as senator, was he like hair sniffing Gail or handsy with Gail or did I imagine? Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him I'd kick the shit I told him to stop. So yes. (laughs) Did you really go through it again if you don't mind? No, no. It's it's all it's old news. It's old news. It 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 uh, it is yes, he he didn't act the way I thought he should and and you know we called him on it, and you know that's it. You so, called him you on know, it to yeah. his face, right there. Oh yeah. When you got sworn in, I got uh, now. There's there are a couple of people who have messaged me who are looking for this, mm-hmm. who want to find the lip reading, whatever, and including uh, I think Collie was looking for it, George Collie, the interaction because most of yeah. these are. I mean, there's a bunch of like images of the interactions, and one where Joe looks really happy to be close to Gail. That's Scott Scott Brown, of course. That was Gail Huff is his wife, and <clears throat> and somebody made a great point: is that like if the daughters were there, they would have no chance. Yeah. If Ayla and Ariana were there, they were they would have no chance against Joe. So maybe Scott laid down the law, like big right time. Off but the you bat, know, yeah. but but in in we talk about this in some of these interviews. He's just not a great guy. He's just not. He's just, it's just simply. So, um, and so it's not just the granddaughter stuff and that in the, in the, you know, or accusing the border patrol of strapping people. He's just not a great guy. And he's never been a great guy. And he's never, he's not a brilliant guy. He's, to me, he's got some education. He's got a, a, um, although he's highly, um, I'm talking about Biden here, not Scott Brown, although he's highly um, he comes off self-confident and overconfident. He's very insecure, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's just not great. He reminds me, his personality reminds me of Hunter. There, yeah. Except for Joe has developed the Senator blowhard, you know, uh, backslapping slapping thing. But Hunter's got a little bit of it, too. I think he probably models himself in the old man's image. And these are two um, of the... 
not the pick of the litter. <clears throat> so anyway, so that but that's just a that's a thing um, out there that just kind of caught my <clears throat> caught my attention. But there's some other things going on. Hey, do you have, you have anything on that? You don't have to if you don't want. On Joe Biden and Scott Brown. Yeah. <clears throat> um, not at the moment. No, people will see it. Okay, the we're full gonna interview when it comes. We out. have a number of um cuts to go through. This is CNN. This is the uh, Gold Star mom, Kelly Barnett, calls out the media for not covering testimony from Gold Star family. This is what CNN's Jake Tapper. Now, this is the mom who Biden <clears throat> told her that he understood how she felt after he got her son killed with his incompetence because his son died of cancer. Right, but but he told her that he came home in a flag draped car, which is which is not true because he came home. <laughs> He didn't come home. He was in the hospital. He was, yeah, already yeah. there. He was not, there was no flag draped, anything. Um, so, so this is her with Tapper. And, well, I'll just play it first. Only two years since 13 U.S. service members were killed in that suicide attack at the Kabul airport during the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. This week, some of their families spoke out about their loss for the first time publicly, including the mother of Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. His served time on Afghan soil. His concern began the moment that he landed and saw what he saw. His words were chaos, no communication, lack of leadership. Um, he said he'd never seen anything like it. And like I said, he was in Afghanistan two times before. He told me, Mom, I, I now know that the, com the command cares nothing for us. My son, these 12 others left this earth thinking that their command cared nothing for them. And Taylor's mother, Kelly Barnett, joins us now. Um, and Ms. Barnett, I know you've been hesitant to speak out about what happened to your son, and I totally respect that. Why have you decided to talk publicly now about it? Thanks. Thank you, Jake. Um, well, you know, I... You know, if you give me a little leeway here, when I first saw, you know, the text saying CNN wanted to talk to me, I was so happy. Um, where have y'all been? We need you, Jake. We need, we need, we need you. We need CNN. We need all the other networks to 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 voice our opinions, our our truths, and get it out there. We need the country to come together. Um, I, I want justice for my son. He fought and he died for this country, not for conservatives, not for liberals. He fought for all of us. My job as his mom is to make sure that we come together and make sure this never happens again and that all of our voices, are, our truths are always able to be told and that we get to the bottom of this so, like I said, that it never happens again. So, you know, kind of taking it to Tapper a little bit. Um, I'm glad she I'm glad she said what she said. It's better than whatever the answer that he was looking for is. Jay Tapper is is a hack and a a fraud uh as a journalist. But the where have you been is pretty damning. It is pretty damning, yes. But so so what I'm gonna say is he's a hack and he's a fraud as a journalist. As a guy who has been putting a spotlight on the troops, he has not been a hack. He has been a pro-troop guy. His coverage of Afghanistan and Iraq has been good. He's written books on it as well. So mm -hmm. Tapper has, he has skin in this game. But I'm glad that she said, like, where have you been? Where has CNN been? Years since Sorry about that. Um, 13 U.S. service members because, were killed. Because, yeah, I mean, this should be... I mean, there's so many outrages now. There but... should be an investigation of that Afghanistan withdrawal. Yeah. Period. The end. Like, that should be something that ha happens. And the idea that... And to their credit, the media did actually an okay job of covering it at the time. Um, yeah, there was that MSNBC reporter who did a really good job. Remember was her? she MSNBC or, or CNN? Was Clarissa she, Ward? She was CNN, you're right. Um. And yeah, she was fantastic. There was a lot of really great coverage in the media of what was going on there. Uh, um, but and they really kind of held it to Biden a little bit at the time uh, and Blinken and some of these people. But it also then got dropped a little bit because, you know, the media and to an extent, the American people, too, are like, oh, new shiny thing. What's next? And, you know, it gets dropped. But to the people who's 
kids were there or died there or lost limbs there. Like, it doesn't just go away because the media has moved on to the next shiny object. And, and really, Biden should absolutely be impeached for it. What he did... And how he acted about it. And how he acted about it. it you know, saying... I mean, I mean, it, it was... A, not just the bombing, the withdrawal. He was given. He was given information that it was going to be a problem. They knew it would be a problem. He lied about um, the position that the that the the Afghan government was in. Then the exactly army there, yeah. And then and and then he lied for months leading up to it. Yes. Uh, some some Vietnamese veterans see echoes of their experience in this withdrawal in Afghanistan. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... With, none whatsoever. With Zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Already big bluster, Senator. No, none whatsoever. Zeros. I mean it. No, no. The shouting it down. Mm-hmm. Obstinate prick who just can't for a second absorb what she's saying. He's just got to bat it away like a freaking blowhard senator. It's so gross. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the, South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of an embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comparable. And we have Blinken on TV saying, Mr. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You set a deadline, you pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, and now 12 Marines are dead. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. Here's the deal. You know, I wish you'd one day say these things. You know, as well as I do, that a former... That was also a, a dodge. I bear responsibility fundamentally for what all... For so, everything that has happened of late. Well, right. Things just Fundamentally, happened. as the head of the executive branch, I bear responsibility in nominally, yes. I mean, it's me. Obviously, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. I bear responsibility in a philosophical sense uh, because I'm in charge, but really these are just things that happened. Exactly. Much like when Bo was killed by a bomb. President made a deal with the Taliban. Former President Trump. He get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In return, the commitment was made, and that was a year before. In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue Incredible. to attack others, but would not attack any American forces. Remember that? I'm, I'm being serious. I, no, I, I'm asking you a question. Be, uh, because before... No, 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 wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Is that, is that accurate? The best... ...about, but Mr. President, respectfully, says that I don't think that the issue that... Uh, do you think that people have an issue with... Pulling out of Afghanistan for just the way that things that happen. I think they have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed, and that it is messy. Imagine where we'd be if I had indicated on May the 1st I was not going to renegotiate an evacuation date. We were going to stay there. I'd have only one alternative. Those people would be alive. Yeah. Had he done any of this? Pour thousands of more troops back into Afghanistan. That's him saying that these people were expendable, is what he's saying. But, you know, it wasn't over then because he had to celebrate. Last night in Kabul, the United States ended... 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history. Airlifts. With more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, 
No nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. So anyway, that's to bookend the Scott Brown thing. He's a jerk. He really is. Um, so, but there's a, okay. So let me add one more thing to this. There's this incredible t- t- uh, Twitter uh, account here. This story by somebody named Maze Maze Moore. Do you know them? Maze Moore, video editor, 100% original content. You have seen my work. Has 152,000 followers. Was a blue check mark back when we had this. Followed by DeSantis War Room. Kevin Dalton, 120. Okay, I believe you. This guy is apparently reputable. And this 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 um, video that's with it is good too. He says in 2013, VP Biden, B, VP Joe Biden flew to China on Air Force Two. He took his son Hunter with him. Hunter returned to America on Air Force Two with an incredibly lucrative deal with the Chinese. In what may have been the last instance of true journalism by the mainstream media in our country, the press hammered Biden for letting his son travel to China with him on Air Force Two. The Wall Street Journal and New York Times wrote about it. Biden vowed to never again let Hunter travel with him on official VP business. So I looked into it myself. I watched the raw videos of VP Biden landing on his foreign trips, and I found this. Hunter never stopped traveling with his father. Joe brought his bagman with him everywhere. They just didn't exit the plane together. And there's a video here, a couple of videos showing Joe get off, and then the limo about to leave, and then suddenly Hunter scurry into the limo. Hmm. It's a remarkable, remarkable. I'm going to retweet that right now, Alice. Wow. Good detective work, I guess. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay, another thing, right back to CNN, is CNN did this town hall thing mm-hmm. where they talked to a bunch of people. Where are these people in Idaho? Um, uh, This is John, what's the guy's name? John, I used to know it. I used to be used to talk to him all the time. Uh, the CNN guy, anyway, from Dorchester, Mass., whoever that guy is. Reverence for Ronald Reagan. Here we go. But listen. The trust is gone. Friends and family around the table don't watch and don't trust CNN. There is reverence for Ronald Reagan here. But listen. The trust is gone. Reagan's optimism replaced by Trump's grievances. we got to find our own way to take care of ourselves. Reagan's disdain of big government replaced by Trump's distrust of just about everything. I think he thinks he stole it from him. Still questions about the 2020 election. And I had a lot of people... Well, you obviously asked. Criticism of the Trump prosecutions. But nothing about that deal is the American way. I don't think. And this. If you think the United States should be supporting Ukraine in the fight against Putin, raise your hand. No hands. <laughs> you don't have to be that smart to put to connect the dots, right? And so, are, is the war to cover up sins committed so you can cover your tracks? There's too much money that's been thrown over there. You think all the NATO countries would do what Biden told them to do because he's trying to cover up some Hunter Biden business deal by? Um, it all depends on how, uh, Zelensky, how much dirt he has on Biden to keep the money coming. That's, that's, that's out there. No, because it's um, <laughs> right? Hey, well, how, how do you, how do you trust when you know the government has shut down Facebook and shut down Twitter and told them to not show certain, certain news stories? A few days here makes clear Trump's grip is very strong. Trump's grip. <laughs> grip. I love that. John King's is the chat. John King, yeah, yeah, that's right. I love it. It's Trump's grip. These aren't freestanding, free-thinking it's not, individuals. It's not that the media destroyed all their own credibility with their own actions, and social media destroyed all their credibility with their own actions. It's not that. It's well, that right. Trump has gripped them. Well, right. And, and, you know, he came there knowing that they were gripped by something, Something made them off because they weren't believing like he was, <laughs> like they're not into Ukraine like he is, and they have problems with the media. So that he knows that they're odd and effed up already. He just needs to know the reason why. Oh, I see Trump's grip. That's it. That's why you people are so stupid. So this is him talking to his ex-wife, Dana Bash, afterwards. 
Tell okay, tell him to help you. So this is uh, him then going, he gets back from Idaho or wherever and reconnoiters. And I love that he doesn't have any like answer for the guy either. He's just like, that's out there. Yeah. He doesn't have anything. He wasn't expecting any pushback. But when you hear the Ukraine exchange there, it's like watching the open of an old Tucker Carlson show. He's not there anymore, but that's what it is. And these are busy people. These are hardworking people. Now, there are too many Democrats who want to say they're deplorables or, you know, why talk to these people? Now, yes, I'm going to condescend like in a totally different way than the usual dude. I'm I doing do it like a different them. Way. They're very hardworking. I mean, they're stupid. <laughs> there are millions of them. Uh, this is a family that literally is, is an economic anchor in the community. The business started in the basement, employs 80 people. The new solar company employs 15 people in a part of the country that has been devastated economically and challenged economically the last 25 years. They're good people. They raise money for the Girl Scouts. They go to church. But they believe things that would break our fact-check machine. That's just a fact. And they don't trust us. They think we're part of the problem. Yeah. Well, you- I, and that nothing <laughs> truer has ever been spoken. Yeah. You are the problem. Yes. Your fact check machine is some little <laughs> dude named Daniel Dale, who's a progressive, radical, uh, insane person. All of you guys are calibrated upside down. You believe that girls are boys. So, yes, they're going to break your fact check machine because they're tethered to Earth still. Speaking of which, CNN tweeted yesterday about a study. Um, they found there was a, quote, small study that transgender and non-binary patients have no regrets about top surgery. Small study finds. Oh, I love that. Small no study? No regrets. No regrets. And that's the headline from CNN. No regrets about top surgery. Small study finds. So that's the CNN headline. And then they wonder why people don't trust them. So as it turns out, as you might imagine about the small study, that's not a great description of what it found. Um, mostly it was... They dug up 235 people who had had top surgery and they sent them a survey asking if they liked it. Um, And about 60% of the people responded, 59% responded, and um, 13 participants were excluded from the study because their regret scores and their satisfaction scores contradicted. So 13 people, they got... You know, 60% back, and then of those, another 13 responses they threw out because they didn't like the responses. So, out of what was left, nobody regretted their top surgery. And then, on top of that, the median age at the time of surgery of these people that they sent surveys to um, was 27. And they were all over... 18 every single participant in it was over 18 so that doesn't prove anything about doing surgeries on 14 year olds yeah people who decide when they're 27 years old are probably less likely to have regrets than people who decide when they're 15 years old to cut off their breasts yeah exactly you think so i mean i would think first of all if they had anybody who was numerically literate at CNN, just the fact that the, quote, study found that, that 0% of trans people regretted their surgeries, just the fact that it's zero would raise red flags in your mind because the regret rate clearly can't be zero. The regret, there's no medical procedure for which the regret rate is zero. Of course. That's, like, not a thing. Of course. The regret rate for... cancer treatments isn't zero there's like no such thing as a regret rate of zero so you should already be suspicious that they're reporting that they couldn't find one trans person who regretted their surgery in their study it seems odd but then you read it and like the study's garbage but then cnn reports on it like it's a real study and then they do segments like this where they're like why don't people trust us it's so incomprehensible trump must have gripped their brains they've been brainwashed by tucker carlson even though he's gone they just still sound like him I mean, sir, should we possibly look at our beliefs? What? What? My goodness, no. Look how we're dressed. We're their betters. We don't have to do an audit on ourselves. Um, this is Bill Gates getting wrecked, Alice, by a female reporter. Are you ready for this? I'm getting so wrecked. Ready. What is the downside? Bill Gates. Side of wearing a mask. I mean, it's. 
God damn it, this is going to be a tough one. It's got to be tough. You know, you have to wear pants. What is What's the downside of wearing a mask? I mean, it's got to be tough. You know, you have to wear pants. Uh, I mean, this is tough stuff. These societies are, are so cruel. Why, why do they make you wear pants? I'm trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> we're very glad you have yours on. Okay. What is that wasn't f***ing worth it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. Oh, God. I'm sorry, too. All right, what's next up here? The downside. Shut up, Bill. Idiot. Have you been seeing... wearing a mask. Have you been seeing this new stuff about um, sulfur dioxide in the atmosphere? No. So there's this whole new... Um, Did this cause the Maui fires? No. It's not about the Maui fires, but it's um, a big discussion because... Um, I've started to see buzz about this in some like climate change discussions, and it seems to me that it's like kind of an underreported story that people sulfur are talking dioxide. about enough. So basically, sulfur dioxide is something that's emitted um, by a lot of fuels when you burn them, in particular in the shipping industry. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, they decided to not let people use it anymore, which went into effect. And this is interesting because sulfur dioxide, among other things, um, it creates sulfuric acid aerosols when you burn it, mm-hmm. and that actually seeds clouds. It Ooh. creates more droplets in the clouds and thus mitigates the greenhouse effect. Oh, I mean, that's it good. Can also, well, it can also like cause, quote, acid rain, which I haven't heard about acid rain in a really oh, wow. long time. Yeah, that's one we haven't had. But, um, but international shipping was a huge source of SO2. So like a lot of the record-breaking warmth that they're talking about now that's happening, like with the ice melting and having a Six Sigma event with how warm it is and the record-breaking heat and blah, blah, blah. A lot of this, as it turns out, might be because in the last couple years they banned these fuels that have sulfuric dioxide that was going into the sulfur dioxide that was not sulfuric sulfur dioxide that was going into the atmosphere they they thought they were saving humanity they destroyed expedited the end of humanity well may i mean i i'm not clear necessarily i mean like just tell me just tell me who to be mad at at and what lawn sign i'm not sure who to be mad and i'm not sure like what the conclusion that the environmental police are going to draw from this is ultimately right because they obviously they don't want the sulfur dioxide in the atmosphere either no um but i i think part of the story that we're about to start hearing is part of the reasons are climate predictions never came true is because there was all this sulfur dioxide and now we've gotten rid of it and now they're coming true. I think that's going to be part of the narrative that we're going to start hearing. But yeah, they started enforcing that in 2020. We did it to ourselves. So you stupid bastards. What was the, what was the thing in planet of the apes? You ignorant bastards. What was it? Um, I forgot. Did it to ourselves. Meanwhile, um, Martha McCallum uh, tears into John Kirby. Tell me how you think this goes. The president said, I never talked business to anybody. Um, But Devin Archer testified that the point of putting the phone, the speakerphone down at those meetings, which is what Peter was asking about, was just to demonstrate access, that Hunter had access to the then vice president uh, and to sell the Biden brand. So what do you say about that, John? And, and when will the president actually answer some of these questions to put some of this to rest himself? Oh, my goodness, Martha. I mean, he just did with Peter. I mean, he's the one who called Peter over and had Peter, you know, risk life and limb cutting across that barrier. I mean, he specifically called Peter over. Uh, right. And, he, you know, look, he knows. Peter, he knows Peter's not going to ask some softball question about, uh, you know, about uh, how his vacation was. He he knows who Peter is, and he answered that question. And I don't know what no, it's going to take. He from, didn't answer but, whether but, or not no, he Martha. was on speakerphone in those meetings, John. He just said, "I never talked the, business to anybody." 
The question was about business, and he answered it consistently with what he said um, uh, so so many times before. He's been very consistent that he wasn't talking business. But the question is, uh, was he allowing his presence, you know, on speakerphone to speak volumes? Was he allowing that presence to say, this is my son, he has access to me, while he's talking to Ukrainian businessmen, Chinese businessmen, Russian businessmen, um, you know, after the invasion of Crimea, as Katie Pavlich just pointed out? I just don't know how many times he's going to have to say no to the same question. And he said it. He said it consistently. He's been consistent about this. Yeah. There were no discussions about business with uh, with uh, with his son or his son's business partners. And keeps again, being an obvious lie. Over, that's how uh, he's going to keep getting asked the question. That was the question, but uh, he certainly knew it wasn't going to be a softball when he answered it. Yeah, he was talking business. Is what Joe Biden was doing, uh, precisely talking business. It probably, maybe in more of a smi- a small way. A sly way, but of course he was talking business. That's why they got the checks. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we need to to do at this point. I don't know. Do you see this uh, claim that uh, that the Jamie Fox video was a deep fake, Alice? I don't know anything. Claim about the Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox video. Thing. Hold on, is a deep fake. Uh, hang on. He's so it's this video right here. His health scare. Let's test it out in the Deep Fake Skin website. So this Deep Fake company is showing the video and they show Jamie Foxx and they show that they can make a video just like that. Here they go. It's scanning face. Deep fake detected. Jamie Foxx, Alice. He's dead. Okay, honey. Good. That's good. Is Joe, if if they were as good at making deepfakes as the internet claims, and I think we're getting closer to making really good ones, but if they were as good at making them, then we wouldn't see Biden being an idiot so much. Did you see this, um, this C-SPAN video that I sent us? I just sent it to you again. Um, because, as you can tell, like with stuff about the seven grandchildren, some of this stuff has started to pull badly, clearly. Yes. So they've you know, tried to get him to change his M.O. of what he says when he's in public. This is not about my son, but just an example how close it was. My son, Bo, was one of those parishes. He went with the fittest guy in his unit and came home and... And he came home but died of glioblastoma. (laughs) This is not about... Having trouble with the new... Words he's supposed to remember to That's explain crazy. what happened to Bo. Flag draped got, coffin. He got a little stuck when he couldn't say flag draped coffin. So first he just came home and then Biden freezes up for 10 seconds. Um. All right. This is PBS, Alice, p- p- uh, pushing for, you guessed it, for Matt. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quick answer. Uh, Masks. Yes, you should wear, be wearing masks in crowded areas, especially during a surge. Uh, but new. what about at home when you're walking on the street? So certainly at home it works if you want to reduce household transmission. F yourself, lady. Anne. At home it works. Yeah. <sighs> um, it's another way Biden is trying to clean up his image. And, uh, and now my, I have a, a bunch of grandchildren 
they all have Secret Service, and my daughter has Secret Service, and, you know, it's, it's just wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, and now... See that? I said grandchildren. I mean, all of them. All of them. Did you see there is even some um, publications that have gone back and edited stories? No. Talking about, I think it was people. I have to look back through our messages because it was something I sent us a little bit ago that I hadn't, um, that we didn't get a chance to talk about. But yeah, I think it was people. They went back and edited a story about Biden's six grandchildren. It was like, you know, just a fluff piece that was like, Biden's six grandchildren, what you need to know, and here's their names, and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it's now Biden's seven grandchildren. That's fantastic. So they're, like, working overtime to try and clean up after all the messes Biden makes for himself on a bunch of these. Because, you know, they, for them, it's like this stuff never happened because retroactively you get to go into the past and change what you said and didn't believe like joe biden can go into the past and pretend his dad believed in gay rights right 1951 right in the 1950s you know we can also go back in time and pretend that we all always said joe biden had seven grandchildren and we didn't try and trash the girl's mom or any of the other stuff you know they they get to retroactively do stuff they don't get to um they never have to like live with what they said the last. Alice, time. can we get to a um, one of the most profound, biggest bitches in the history of media? Okay. Ben Collins. Love him. Ben Collins. When did he first start crying? What was his deal? He started crying oh, about. Oh, he's the gift that keeps on giving. I don't remember why we first cottoned on to him because he's he was he would he was crying a lot ben collins barcel now he writes this about barcel sports he's Obviously, like an nbc writer he's tr- such an idiot he tweets such stupid yeah, stuff and he, all oh, the he's time. like he, he's he always hurt for, yeah I don't he's always know. hurt and he was like traumatized by god knows what and covid in the january 6th he said uh, he writes because the news organizations picked up portnoy um, Portnoy returned to the Barcelona office in Manhattan and noticed like nobody was there, and he was pissed off because of it. He's like, "Where is everybody? Everybody's been slacking while I've been away." So the New York Post wrote it up, which is smart of them to do because that's good right. clicky candy. And a couple other people did too. Ben Collins and looks at this and says, "Barstool Sports." Oh, um, he says, "Barstool Sports owner is upset at his employees: Smithy, Nate, Glenny, Balls, Marty, Rico, Tommy." Clemmer, Rico, listed twice, or maybe a second Rico, for not showing up in the morning to work on morning this on time this morning. Just what a what a total and utter other bitch. Sorry, your work isn't as fun as Barstool. Like maybe if you cry more, Portnoy will hire you. Like what's the point? Like why is he saying this? Like, is he just jealous that Portnoy got his company back? They really thought that they were going to get to completely kill Barstool and they're mad that he's got it back? It bothers them that much that there's, like, a small... whatever sports writing outlet and podcast outfit that doesn't kowtow to them? Yeah. That, like, they have to go out and make fun of their names and stuff? It's just pathetic, and it's it comes off as like weirdly jealous. Yeah, well, because because they're still on the ascent, and CNN's on the descent, or whatever this guy's part of. I think he's NBC. Alice, what is a hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. By the way, feel free to leave these still because we'll listen to them, and maybe we'll tack them on to our thing. Maybe we'll do something. Just you never know. Alice and I going away, but we're going to be for next week. But we're going to be around in a sense. We'll be on social media. We'll be. Mm-hmm. We've got some stuff. The food podcast, all you can eat podcast, and and the burn barrel. Uh, we've got some stuff there some because we want to give. We want to have we something had some, up there. Some name suggestions. Somebody said we should call them bonus barrels. Ooh, bonus barrels. So do they get a number? Some people said you know numbers. It's not a real episode. I think that's probably right. Okay. I think that's probably right. Bonus barrels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alice. You, you told us what the hot sauce was? I got to get more of that for the road, as a matter of fact. What's that? What about Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce? Nothing. About it? I just got to get some more for the road. Oh, I thought you asked me a question. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
You're very attractive today. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... Hello, Burn Baylor. Hey. This is uh, interesting. I've heard a lot of talk lately about people that are overpaying for taxes and stuff lately. And um, I just got my, my uh, car tax in the mail today. And um, it's um, $78.25. But last year, it was like uh, 40-something. Yeah. So I guess mine has gone up too. Yeah, I thought those Not usually good. went down each year. Because your yeah, car but, is like worth less money, right? Yeah, but when the the short fall on on cars came, all the values went up. Oh, you know what I mean? From COVID, there's no we. Not from COVID, from Democrats <laughs> as a result of COVID. Involved, there's no we. <laughs> I'm very yeah, unhappy. I, I hear you, Fritz. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a. Re- we have a big pile full of uh, bills and yes, stuff. heartache waiting on the table downstairs. We're gonna try to not look at it until we get pa- by. So Hunter Biden takes his dad out for dinner and gets money to buy a Porsche. Mm-hmm. I take out my dad for dinner and I get stuck with the check. What a world. I hear you, man. I hear you. I also got screwed. I also got screwed. My, bro- my brother got a 68 Camaro, although it was beat up and needed help. And he took it apart and never put it back together. You know what Tom Shattuck got, Alice? Nothing. Zilch. <laughs> Nothing. Got screwed is what I got. Usual. Bastard. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. I just, uh, the last weekend I just saw um, the new uh, Turtles movie, uh, Mutant Mayhem. It was uh, pretty good. I saw it at the Tivoli and Spencer, Indiana. The Tivoli might have been fine. The movie sucked, Justin. Let's just admit it. The movie absolutely sucked. I haven't watched anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since like 1990. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Both Corys starred in it. Wonderful old movie theater. Anyway, um... I thought it was a pretty good movie. I give it um, four uh, throwing stars out of five. Uh, the only only mm-hmm. beef or flaw I found was that uh, April O'Neil, she was uh, a fat black girl in it. Everything I recall is uh, she was a cute uh, redhead oh. from everything I recall. And um, I don't remember April, you know, being uh, really chubby and having a fupa. And... Uh, I think my favorite portrayal of her was by, sure enough, uh, an actress with the same name, April O'Neil. Huh. Really performance. Anyway, thought it was just okay. Well, more than okay. It was, it was a good movie. That was the only flaw I found with it. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna watch. I, I don't like the, the Nice to hear from you, by the way. Yeah. I do not like the premise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't like the turtles. I don't like that they say, dude, need pizza. I don't Do you like, like any, that I don't they're like... named after Renaissance nope. artists? Nope. Nope. I liked that. I, about I despise them. them. I despise the turtles. I hope that. Uh, um, I hope they were that pretty the next big when I was die. in elementary school. And well, they were big. Cause... In, well, the first that was the, the resurgence because they hit in the eighties. Uh yeah. Well, when I was in elementary school, the cartoons were on TV, right. and like I was a weird child in elementary school, and no. I... <laughs> I mostly hung out with boys and not other girls, um, and they were all like really into yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, I, and knew like which one had which color headband and stuff. Sorry, but you know what? That ends Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle talk on this podcast. Okay. That is over. Well, this is a burn barrel message. I was wondering. It what says the naming convention says burn barrel message. Type of macaroni and cheese you guys prefer, Velveeta or? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is the All You Can Eat podcast. Wait. All this labeling of how and where and when and what to message title yes. your stuff just has me throw, so thrown off. So Burn Barrel, All You Can Eat, Macaroni and Cheese, Velveeta, Kraft, who knows. But um, He's having a breakdown. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, we can address this on the food podcast. They can, but I want to tell you because for me, Velveeta transcends just food. It, it was my religion. I doctored up a lot of hot stuff. I haven't had it in a year. There's a place in my life for both the little craft elbows and for uh, yes, but Annie's to make, shells. To make sweet both. love to food is to have Velveeta and doctor it up with more cheese and more. I no, don't, don't you make. Don't you. Do, this is not an opinion part of the show. To, well, 
I have is, a different opinion than you. No, you don't. Have a different opinion than that opinion. Because I need you to be, much like John <laughs> King, it's as if I'm watching a, an episode of Tucker here. <laughs> Who has you gripped? What, what grip do they have on you? Alice, Annie big shells. Annie, Annie shells, shells has, has a grip, a grip on, on me. That is pathetic. <laughs> I like oh. them. Oh, it's pathetic. Little Bernie the bunny. The bunny's got a name. Yeah, he was a real bunny. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people. BBP. Burn Barrel Podcast. Liddy. <laughs> they, you know, know they... Do all the people that you talk about from the past know yeah. that they're featured in this? Yes, Liddy is his real name is Steve. That's all I'll say. Uh, he has moved. He lives in San Fran, I think now. But uh, yes, Liddy and I co-wrote. Do you want to know? Do you know what it is? The you know name of the screenplay. What's the name of the screenplay? Simple expectations. It's a bad title. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was a. It was a very appropriately know. titled. I didn't Alice. know. It should be. Title, it should be called a horrific, epic, effing experience. Know a two-word title could be bad. Like I thought you could just take any two it, words. The premise and was so terrible. Be, okay. Okay. So this the Liddy character, the one named was that about him. Mm-hmm. He was a. Cockeyed optimist. Sue. He was a good guy. So felt all good in the world, but the dark genius who was my guy showed him that there was no God. Might as well get what the getting's good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I really should. If I'm shot in the head, that screenplay makes that a valid transaction, and that person should not go mm-hmm. to jail. Somebody in the chat has a business idea for you. Yes. Uh, Fritz suggests he'd like to see a shot food truck in the future. Ooh. And Morgan says, yes, a shot food truck where Tom yells at customers for ordering the wrong thing and using the wrong sauces. I, I'd be all for that, Morgan. I'd be all for that in a, in a second. All for it. By the way, we should see if Morgan is around for that uh, thing. If we're going to be zipping through Vermont, maybe we can go to the thing. The food um, expo thing in yeah. Greensboro? That's in Greensboro? Yes. It doesn't seem big enough to have a thing. It's at that place where you wanted to go to the fairy festival last week. Eh. <laughs> it's not for public consumption. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a long story. Uh, okay, this is BBP, Liddy. Screenplay, 1039, uh, com. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Who are you trying to fool? claim to have jumped into the sag line and done a reading for goodwill hunting that's correct at the l street mm-hmm. bathhouse <laughs> yeah wasn't that where they made that gay orgy goodwill banging how'd that read go <laughs> <laughs> what the what is this supposed to, i don't even know what any of that means uh but i say woe betide you and that was a vicious assault to me that is not that is not what that bathhouse does i don't think i don't I don't think I don't know that that would be welcome in that bath. I don't know what goes on in that area. Actually, I, maybe it is actually since it's not like I don't know. But no, there was not a porn being made. Although I did actually, my friend and I. You wouldn't have been above it. I don't think. Yes, I, Alice. Do you think I want people see my equipment <laughs> and like nervous so it's not working? Please, that's just for you. That's not for the world to see, Alice. <laughs> Hey, Tom, did you end up running into Proctor and Harris when you were at the gay bars? Great scene. Great scene. No, although I did dance with uh, somebody who will remain nameless uh, due to cultural fallout from other appearances on other shows I've made. I did dance with, um, with a... a kid i went to school with from winchester um to the tennessee waltz i remember it now it was a slow dance and we were just we thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world we weren't the straights weren't bringing their best when we went to that club that night alice just that one off night of course a guy named paul did kiss me on the cheek one time <laughs> I, he, bought me, he was buying me drinks starting to open up he was I buying guess. me drinks and then <laughs> okay. later on i ran into him at the so red then hat you felt and I you thought, owed him <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to talk? We had this bet, like we were gonna do like a, um, a rendition over Todd Feinberg's rant line. Like what we were Ooh. gonna do is we were going to um, everybody gets to sing uh, a, a, a verse of a song, 
and then match him up and see and make a contest out of it. And nobody's actually done it. Well, actually, a couple of us did, but we were trying to figure it out. And we had all these different crazy rants, and they were kind of funny. So my question is, maybe um, we should um, try that. Do, like, um, have somebody call in, like, a verse of a song and have a little singing competition. And they have all kinds of suggestions. If you have a suggestion for me, it would be a, a heavy metal song, mm-hmm. a country song, or a um, oldie. No rap. How about this? How about Slayer's? Wee! There we go. How about Slayer's uh, version cover of Inagata Devita? Do you know Inagata Devita, Alice? No. Nope. Don't you know that I love you? Nothing? Nope. Okay. Uh, here we go. SFM. Steve from Merrimack. Tom. Leonard Malton. <laughs> <Shabby. laughs> I don't know uh, what that is. Leonard Malton, he was a uh, film reviewer on TV. Okay. He, he may have even swung in after Siskel and Ebert as one of, in one of their seats. This is probably for the fact that I hadn't seen a lot of these movies that he mentioned last night. Hi, Steve from Merriman. Hey, Steve. Hi, Steve. This message is for the Leonard Malton of <laughs> West Newbury, the film historian, also known as uh, Tom Shattuck. Uh, Tom, The Exorcist was made in 1973 and yeah. starred uh, Jason Miller and Max von Sydow. Oh, really? It did not star, quote, General Patton, <laughs> I was told that George C. Scott was in that. Is it not, not true? Uh, General Patton, or as he was otherwise known as George C. Scott, yeah. uh, starred in the 1990 execrable film The Exorcist Three, <laughs> uh, which is uh, just appalling. And what's more, it's really appalling if you've seen The Exorcist 3 and never bothered to see the original Exorcist. And, uh, you know, as someone who was riding around in the back of a Chevy Nova during the, quote, gritty, unquote, 1970s, God, you – Sam Smith is like freaking Liam Neeson compared to you. God almighty. Thank you. It was very gritty. Some of these are very gritty time. It still bothers me. You ever seen The Friends of Eddie Coyle? It's a very gritty movie, Alice. Very gritty. And it's 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 around a lot of the brutalist architecture. It's like the like the Braintree train station, which is a very gritty station, even to this day. Very gritty movie. Don't see it. <laughs> okay. Number four, Bobby Yar. There you go, Steve. I saw that one. Uh <laughs> Hey, guys. Hey, Phil. Uh, Based on uh, last night's chat chat, I was amazed. I think it was Steve from Merrimack who threw out a bunch of movies from the 70s. And I was absolutely amazed that, Tom, you had not seen them. So I started thinking about some of the classics that I've seen from the 70s. And I put together a pretty short list oh. of movies that you must absolutely see. Okay, I'm willing to listen. And I even got a couple... Uh, couple of ones for Alice that I think she would especially enjoy. Okay. So uh, without further ado, here's my list of must-see movies. And I assume you've seen The Godfather and yes. Godfather 2, so yes. it goes off the table. Although wasn't the original Godfather in like 69? Wasn't it before 1970? To be just to me, sure. but, but you know what? Let's not fiddle. That doesn't matter. Yes, we've seen those. Right away. We got Alien. Alien. That was 1979, I think. I have seen that. I saw that just around 1980 on cable. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Okay, I was going to say, is that the Sigourney Weaver thing? Yeah. In underwear. Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. I don't think I've actually seen that, but it's one of those things that I feel like I've seen because it's such a cultural reference that I like. It seems like I've seen it, but I don't think I ever actually have said that. We like her. We found her handsome at the time. That is a Mm -hmm. pretty good movie. I like her in that. Uh, I'm doing a movie review, Alice. Pretty good movie. Um, the second one is just far superior to the, the original, but a good movie. I like her in Galaxy Quest. Yes, she did a good job in that. That was an underrated movie. We got The Sting. and Have not seen The Sting. It's a Jack Nicholson, I think. Or, no, it's Chinatown. 
Who did the Sting? If you haven't know. seen the Sting, man, you you really got to see that movie. Is that Redford? Robert Redford? Maybe I don't know. Uh, one of my personal favorites, Airplane. I- oh my God. My, I showed my son Airplane, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, those are the whole entire canon, Airplane canon, is hallowed, sacred uh, content, okay. obviously. I've got to show my son um, Life of Brian and Monty Python, though, uh, the other Holy Grail, too. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you have seen that. Yes. How about The Deer Hunter? Have seen that. Didn't think it was great. I don't like a lot of um, a Russian, um, Russian, what's it called when you shoot the gun? Russian roulette. I don't like a lot of Russian roulette scenes. It makes me very uneasy. And I love the cast. I thought the cast was great. And I think, uh, what's her name, is beautiful. Who's the bridges over Madison County woman? No idea. The woman who played uh, Irma Bombach from the magazine, the cold, mean magazine fashion designer woman. Near attendant. Um, Meryl Streep? Yes. She was in that, very young, and she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful lady, Meryl Streep. I mean, you know. Yeah. In her, yeah. yeah. How about... Uh, let's see. How about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I have seen that. Very I like gritty. That. Very gritty. I, I, Peter Boyle really bothers me. Uh, I like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, no, he's good. I get it. But very gritty movie. That one is a classic. That I've one. Seen it. I will vomit right now if you tell me you haven't seen that. One. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, I lived it earlier this year, as a matter of fact. Last two, last couple for you, Tom. Chinatown. Have not seen it. That's Jack Nicholson. I haven't seen that one actually. Uh, with with a broken nose. And Faye Dunaway's okay. in it, I think. I got I think that's one of the best top ten movies ever made. Just fantastic movie. I haven't seen it. Although Faye Dunaway was a marvelously handsome woman. My goodness. And last but not least, one of my all time favorites, Blazing Saddles. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I have of course, seen that, yes. Of course, Blazing Saddles was a classic i mean we should we can if we're gonna do blazing saddles and shouldn't we be throwing young frankenstein in there everything that um brooks did mel brooks did i mean he did a lot of great stuff in the 70s hilarious movie yes now alice these are two that you may or may not have seen but I- i'm gonna gatekeep here alice and decide whether or not you should be seeing these. <laughs> okay i think you would enjoy them one of them is called life of brian yeah, we, we talked about this the other day. Me and because, I talked about this. Um, I have watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but I haven't watched Life of Brian, but I've seen a bunch of clips from it, and it's another one that I like. feel like I've watched, even though I haven't actually you, watched the whole thing end to end. So I, own, I, I owned this on DVD, Life of Brian, back mm-hmm. when I was hanging out with Lydia, as a matter of fact. And um, it is a it has funnier scenes than the Holy Grail. It's not as good a movie, but it has funnier scenes. But it's a much must watch because the Monty Python is the Beatles of comedy. It's a Monty Python movie, and it makes fun of the uh, story of Jesus. But- so, well, let me tell you something. When I saw it, I had never seen. You know, they didn't have YouTube when I was a kid. So I saw it when I was about sixteen. And that scene where they're on the on the crucifixes singing a sing song tune. Always looking the bright side of life was unbelievably shocking, unbelievably uh, absurdly freaking hilarious. I couldn't believe anybody was ever allowed to do that. They did it. Do you feel like though? Because so, and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, similar to Life of Brian, I had seen a bunch of clips of it <clears throat> and knew a bunch about it before I actually sat down and watched the whole movie. And I kind of feel almost like that was just as good as watching the whole movie. Finding out about it? Well, no, but like I'd seen like oh, you'd small seen clips, clips yeah. from it. We didn't used to have small clips when I was well, a kid. Well, yeah, All but I'd seen Leonard a bunch Bolton. of small clips. And like so, and it seemed to me that like I then when I watched it, I was like, the rest of this is kind of like filler. Uh, it's great. It's so, so, it's such a great movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I'd already seen like. You know the the meaning of life was less who, so the last but, one. I don't know. I, yes, we'll see. They, they're see. a bit anecdotal anyway. Do you know what I mean? Those movies, at no. least the one, at least Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Not like is that the word anecdotal? I'm is that the word I'm looking for? Um, where it's like large little, wooden badger, Alice. Well, there's like little anic. They're like little. Episodic, I guess, is the word I'm looking vignettes. for. They have yeah, vignettes. they're little vignettes. So if you've seen a bunch of the good vignettes from it, you've basically already seen the movie. Like, there's not really a compelling the, reason is, to is, watch the whole thing from beginning to end. This is the curse of being a math nerd because you're humorless. <laughs> I don't understand. I've seen the vignettes. I'm sated. 
No, just let Monty Python be funny. Let them do the work, okay? I assure you, okay? I don't, like don't Monty de- Python and the Holy Grail. Don't deconstruct them. I just them. think watching the good scenes from Monty Python and the Holy Grail is as good as watching the whole movie. It's, no, they, they've thought of that, Alice. They strung scenes together to make a movie for a reason. They had a show with vignettes, too. This is they made a movie. But it's done in a very... You actually heard the theme song of the show yesterday when I played the Biden clip. But it's kind of like when you when you listen to an album or something, right? Like... There's not. You don't have to listen to the whole album from start to finish. Every time whoa, you listen whoa, to whoa, it, you whoa, can just oh, listen. No, 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 you no, no, can no, no, no. Do that. Some Adam, some albums are made to listen to the whole thing. You don't listen to Tommy song for song. Tommy's continuous quadrophenia. But you can themes. also listen to a song from it. You're and not listening to a song good. from it. No, you, you start can. right at the beginning. You can you just right listen to like Pinball Wizard on its this own. This date is not going that. well. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you can just this listen date now to has one gone song. Down to, you can this date, listen this to this date the whole has now album. been whittled, whittled down to, but she's attractive. <laughs> and maybe I can ply her with alcohol. I guess that that, that that's what's left of this date. <laughs> Tasteful and humorous way. So, Life of Brian. Yes, yes. And the uh, second one is Heaven Can Wait, and it's uh, kind Albert of a remake Brooks? of an old movie where... Oh, no, no, that's uh, Shirley MacLaine's brother is in Heaven Can Wait. Um, I don't know what that is. Yeah, the guy lives at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Um, who is Shirley MacLaine's brother? <sighs> I don't know. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Uh, Celebrity-type person passes away, and it was by accident so heaven sends him back down to earth in another body and it's a it's a it's a pretty good movie i think you would enjoy that one so let me know what you think of the other movies tom and i've got a few more listed but i don't want to spend phil this is good stuff this is good let me know which one of these you've seen and the ones that you haven't i would strongly recommend especially based on an old guy who's probably one of your if not the oldest Burn barreler out there. Thanks. Thanks, Phil. It's Warren Beatty is the guy, I think. Okay. That's Shirley McLean's brother. Always know that, Alice. It's important. Shirley McLean in a <clears throat> in a Alfred Hitchcock movie filmed in Craftsbury, Vermont. Alice, what's the movie? I forgot. You told me what one was filmed in Craftsbury, and I forget. The movie is The Trouble with Harry. Oh. BBP. Burn Barrel Podcast. BPL, Boston uh, Public Library, maybe BPD, Boston Police Department, <laughs> Augustus Gump. <laughs> is, this, is that supposed to be Augustus Gloop? I don't know. From Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep, oh. it's me again. Hi, hey, Tim. man. I am clogging the chat chat worse than Tom's colon gets clogged when he eats that discounted expired tripe. Ooh. Anywho. Just want to say have a great vacation. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. I understand there will be content, but not for freeloaders like me. I almost feel like you'll you guys get are it. You'll just get it yeah. a little bit later. Yes, there will be. And Tim, if you if you uh, considering your status out there, if you solicit it from me, I, it, I'm sure it could get to you. But you'll 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 see. You'll get it. I'm sure I'll screw up and make it more available quicker. It's just that since it's, some of the stuff is news making content, the burn barreler the patreon folks uh, get it first directly to me when you mention that but Could that be. actually warms the cockles in my mouth, so <laughs> have a great time on vacation can't wait for the stories when you get back be safe thank Ciao. you so much thank you tim and thank you everybody obviously we are going to miss you as we usually do but if anything happens i'm bringing this stuff so if anything happens that's like huge then we will be on it i assure you emergency podcast I'll even bring my makeup bag so that in case. What? Keep talking. What is that? Um. um what? I it's don't comedy. Want to have an echo on me. It's comedy. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Anyway, um, yes, there will be Patreon content that will then become content for everybody shortly thereafter. Yes. yes. And by the way, uh, guys, we really appreciate all the support. It's been a, a great and fun. Uh, well, no, it's been a terrible year actually. The first few months. But it's getting better for me. But for you guys in the show, it's been a great, terrible, uh, been great year. It's been fine for Alice. She's had a great year. I started off the year a little rough, obviously, but uh, we certainly appreciate all of your um, all of your support and uh, for being our friends, right, Alice? Yes, we're friends. 
Um, so thank you all so much for listening and for supporting the show and all the stuff. Like we said, we are going to be putting out content. It will be for Patreon first, and then we'll make it available to everybody as the week goes on. So look out for that um, for this show and the food show. Go ahead. You can talk. What? Derek's singing. Oh. Um, so if you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash burn barrel. And uh, of course, the show is always free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Links to all the places to listen. All good stuff like that. All right. See you in a bit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.